Grab your highlighters. Can't find them? They're probably right there in your pocket protector. It's time for that early childhood nerd podcast. Let's get nerdy. Here's Heather. Hello and welcome to another episode of That Early Childhood Nerd. I'm Heather Burnt Santi and I'm super excited about the two people that I've got joining me today. Um, They are with the organization Zero to Three, which I think is amazing. Not amazing that you're with them, but the organization (laughs) I think is amazing. And um, so I'm going to let you each introduce yourselves and then then we'll get started. Hi, everybody. My name is Katrina Mahasaid. I am a content specialist for the Professional Development Workforce Innovations Team at Zero Three. And hi, everyone. Um, I'm Kristen Green, and I'm a program um, director for the same department with Katrina. We are colleagues at Zero to Three, um, and we're really happy to be here with Heather. This is exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. So I just, everybody's sick of hearing me talk about this Zero to Three training that I just did. But for the purposes <laughs> of this episode, I feel like it's relevant. So I just spent um, the last year getting together with a bunch of great people here in Indiana and with Christina and uh, Chris, Kristen, sorry, and Katrina. Um, every other month we got together for a couple of days so that we could be trained to present and offer the uh, critical competencies for infant toddler educators training that Zero to Three has developed. So I asked them to join me because that's sort of one of my passion areas, the building the infant toddler workforce. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it would be great uh, to be able to have them on and talk. So as always, we start with a quote. And so I've chosen a quote from the uh, trainers or from the manual for this training. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's different than the one I sent you to, but I don't think it will matter. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> okay. change the tone of our conversation. But the quote is, working with children who are less than three, year, three years old is fun and sometimes exhausting fascinating and sometimes puzzling and often full of joy and laughter however it is also serious business and I think Mm. that's a good starting point for the the directions I hope we can go um, with this but I I wanted to start by just letting you each talk about what the critical competencies training is oh they're pointing at each other listeners you can't see them neither of them wants to go first so they're pointing um but okay Kristen if you would just talk a little bit about the the program and and what it is and maybe listeners want to go seek out someone who can offer it for them yeah oh well I hope so and and you have we have what 20 new 20 21 how many Katrina 22 new Indiana based critical competency certified trainers in the state. So go there for mm-hmm. to, um, to, you can contact Heather. She knows the crew. <laughs> or you can speak with the folks at, the, at Early Learning Indiana uh, to help identify who you might go to for this training. But uh, it is a fantastic, oh, go ahead. Well, yeah. Are there two well, other states that you've done train the trainers in? Cause, um, cause we've we've actually done them with, we've done them with, Four, four tra- let me see, I think there's four. There's, we also have uh, certified trainers in Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Arkansas. Right, Katrina, did I miss anybody? Yes. Nope, okay. not everybody. So those are the states where there's a good cohort, again, around the same size 
cohort in each of those states of certified trainers who went through the same experience that, that you did, Heather. Um, and um, so, so yeah, it's, it's super exciting and lots of opportunities for folks to really understand what the critical competencies are. Um, and what they are is really the skill statements. They're the, in, they're the behaviors that we want to do as teachers when we're working with babies or toddlers that really make the difference in their development. So, you know, so many of us go into the field because we, not for the money, right? we all know not, not yet, not yet, but, um, but, but we go in because we really care about babies and toddlers, and we want to see them have, be successful, to have good lives, and to contribute to our society in a way that makes things better for all of us. And the critical competencies are actually the foundation of how we can do that. Um, they've taken uh, at least two decades of child development research, and um, our, the authors of the critical competencies translated that research into the actual research-based behaviors that uh, babies and toddlers, that teachers can use with babies and toddlers to, to move their development forward. Um, and that's, that's in a nuts, an, it in a nutshell. So I remember, I always talk about how, I remember being in my classroom when I was in, uh, over 20 years ago now in the classroom with babies. And, every, you know, there was a few minutes of some most of them napping. And I was by the window with a research journal, actually, believe it or not, a zero to three journal. And look, looking at an article and thinking to myself, this is so cool, but how do I do this with my babies? And, and there was no answer. I had to come up with that myself. And what the critical competencies do is answer that question for me and for other educators. Um, the work's been done. If I want to um, move children's development forward in their uh, social domain, you know, I, there's information on what I should do in the critical competencies. Mm -hmm. Do you want to add Katrina? 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's the same kind of, because Kristen and I both came from the classroom, and I think that's why we're so passionate about this curriculum is that we both recognize that when we were in the classroom, we needed that support and we needed something that was research-based that we can stand behind and really kind of build upon the idea that I'm not just doing this because it feels right. There's actually proven research that if I look at a child as I'm bottle feeding them, it's actually building a relationship with them and creating that strong attachment in their brains. And as we learned in the curriculum, their vision is right at that six to eight inches. So right when you're holding them, they can see you. So I think it's those powerful um, skill statements that really resonate well with educators with this curriculum. And for us as trainers, as the train the trainers, um, it, 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 that's why we're so passionate about it because we know, like we recognize that and we recognize that value. And I, I think it's easy to see why this kind of a training would make or how it would make a difference for the infants and the toddlers. But what I really felt every time we were together was that this would make an, a wonderful difference for the educators also. Um, and, and it's just like what, what you just described, Katrina, it's 
that feeling that what I'm doing makes a difference. It's not just the 17th bottle that I've had to do or, you know, yeah. the 20th diaper this week or whatever that might be. I'm really doing some doing work that's important and mm -hmm. I am a knowledgeable, skillful uh, caregiver and educator for this, mm -hmm. this baby or this toddler. And I think that can make such a difference in a field where there's not a lot of um, recognition or money or, or, or respect even sometimes I think it feels like um so I that's that's one of the things that that really was was important to me and and one of the reasons I'm excited to be able to go and and hopefully present this this series to somebody somewhere um so I want to I want to talk next a little bit about how infant and toddler education might be different from preschool children um, and I, I want to preface it with a little bit of, of my own backstory, um, which again, people who are listening are probably like, God, Heather, not again, <laughs> but just in case it's a first time listener. Um, but I, I started when I was 19 and I got a job in a childcare center because I liked kids and because, uh, friend worked there and I had no idea it was a field or a, that you could study it. I just, I just went <laughs> in and started with preschool children. And my first uh, classroom of my own, I guess, where I was the lead teacher was two-year-olds. And so I, I tried to just take what I had been doing with preschool children and water it down for, for two-year-olds and it wasn't working. And I found myself blaming the two-year-olds a lot of time. For not you know falling into the system or whatever and then discovered a, a book by karen miller which was written 100 years ago called more things to do with toddlers and twos which was like my first introduction to oh wait cognitive development what there are yeah, different yeah. domains yeah. that i need to know about um, and that changed everything for me um, and then later in my career as a center director i could see people really having some fear at the idea of going in with infants or toddlers um, or saying, you know, all we do is diaper or what do you do? They don't talk and you can't really do anything with them and things like that. So, so I wanted to ask you to, um, if you feel like infant toddler care is different in education and how it's different or, or what, how, how would you answer that? You can't, you can point at each other, but. <laughs> I, I think, um, it is different because of, well, I, just kind of going back to those child development principles, we talk about developmentally appropriate, and when we talk about developmentally appropriate practices, part of that is that age and individual appropriateness. And with infants and toddlers, those are really, um, the way I explain it to my to my previous students was those are really highlighted with infants and toddlers because they are so unique in their needs and um, they're really the other way that I explain it is that preschoolers they come to school to be with their friends they enjoy their time with their friends infants and toddlers come to school or come to the program to be with you uh -huh. you are really the center as the educator you're the center of an infant toddler's day and it's also very personal um, mm -hmm. oftentimes when 
the drop-off is so different. When parents drop off their babies, it's 30 minutes. Oh, she had a rough night, and she didn't take her bottle, and they really get into detail. Um, and with preschoolers, especially when they're just, when they're four years old, about to go to kindergarten, parents are like, here you go. <laughs> See you later. Right. Yes, that's um, true. Because they, they recognize that independence in their child, and they recognize that um, they will get through the day, whereas infants and toddlers, the parents have to develop that trust that you will, you will help my child get through the day, right? You, you will be there to support my child. So I think that's, that's a big part of it, and that's a big part that um, I often talk about with my – I used to be a mentor teacher, and I often talk about that with my students when they come in and they say, I didn't really want to be here. <laughs> there was no other <laughs> – I wanted to do preschool. There was really no other um, availability so I'm, I'm sort of stuck with you. I'm just being honest. And I always tell them, like, yeah, you know, this is, this is the beginning block. Um, this, is, this is where you really see development. So if you still feel like after this you want to do preschool, I, I totally support that. And, of course, at the end of the school year, they always say, I, I, I can't believe I wanted to do preschool. <laughs> um, I can't believe that you know, the changes that happen and, um, again, that attachment piece, when they first realize that a child is attached to them, um, it, it just changes, it changes the way they think about um, what we do in the classroom. Yeah, and they really, honestly, probably haven't had that opportunity until they're there no. with you because it's not something that we see a lot of and a lot of practicums no. are in older classrooms and their own memories, you know, are certainly yeah. not from being in an infant toddler group. So, so it makes sense that they come in thinking that. Um, and, and I'm glad that they left thinking differently. <laughs> yeah. I, I distinctly remember a student before. Um, so in, I live in California and in California, if you're a student um, being supervised, you're not allowed to change diapers or be in the oh. bathroom with young children unless the mentor teacher is there. Uh -huh. And I remember this one student really bonded and attached to this um, little guy. And he, she was the person. She was this child's person and would always, um, you know, the little boy would always look for her. So when it came time to change his diaper, I would be changing his diaper and the student would be with me and they would be talking to each other. So it was it's one of those um, relationships, and oftentimes she'll say, like, oh, can I feed so-and-so? I really want to be there. Or she'll stay later to help him nap, even though her hours would be done. Uh -huh. Like She recognized that she was needed, uh -huh. and it, it was very powerful for her. I have well, seen... I mean, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, I Heather. Say, I've seen people who are really afraid of that idea of attachment because they think, and you've heard this before, I'm sure, if they're attached to me and I'm sick for a day, then then it's going to be terrible for everyone else, or um, I can't do everything for them all the time. But that's, that story you just told really shows the beauty and the importance of that attachment. Then, Yeah, it's scary and sometimes it's inconvenient, but it's absolutely what that baby needs from us. Yeah. And, and what, I would, what I would add to what Katrina said about the differences 
um, between infant toddler education and working with preschool age children is too is you know we have to recognize that babies come into the world ready to interact that you know from we part of our curriculum is within minutes of coming into the world they are ready to engage and and research shows us that and so really what's cool about infant toddler education that to me is you get to teach a brand new human being what it means to be in a relationship. And we talk about this in the very first modules about the dance of the relationship. And so preschoolers are ready to dance with their peers. And, but you get as an infant toddler educator the opportunity to dance with a baby and teach them the steps of how do you interact with another human being and for them to experience this is what I love, that joy. Like, you get to be a partner in the joy of someone, another new human being, recognizing the joy of that connection. And, and that's what happens with the feeding and the diapering and the time on the floor or the feed. You know, all of the components of a, of a, of a baby's day, if we shift from thinking about it as the chores or the tasks, to the and 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 I know it's hard because it's you've got more than one baby, but to recognize that you're dancing with each of those babies and teaching them what it means to be a human in a relationship and to be able to count on one person and more than one person. You know, babies don't just attach have primary attachments. We talk about this in the curriculum to one person. There's multiple dads, moms, two moms, a teacher, an educator, two educators. The, those attachments, each attachment can be created and, and really support that child in their exploration of the world. So I, I, really love, I really love that about infants and toddler educators' opportunities to, to, to set the stage for what comes next, them, those children being independent and then practicing those skills with their peers. And I'm as I'm listening to both of you, I'm just so excited that to think that anyone else is going to hear this. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> but I think that's wonderful. I, I see again, I have seen so often that um, people will put the quote unquote least qualified or, you know, the staff they have the least confidence yeah. in, in with babies or toddlers, because as a field, sometimes I think we don't understand the importance right. of what's going on. So so to put it in that perspective, I think, is an amazing service to the infants and toddlers that are being served by our people. <laughs> and, I, and I think what we see in the trainings when the teachers have a chance to, to really recognize this, that they get really emotional. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they recognize that there is something really unique and special about being an infant toddler educator. And... And that's actually what the critical competencies were meant to do. It's, it's, it's a curriculum, but it's also a policy tool and, and lever at another level of, you know, they're now the national standards for infantile educators in our country. And that is helping to inform and build the workforce for us to say, hey, these people do matter. You do matter. You make a huge difference. And we all need to stand up and take notice now. And, and, and I, I really try hard when I'm communicating with teachers about this to share that with them, that everybody in the room gets it, and we're making sure at zero to three that we're making more people aware of that, too. Um, so I and I'm that's why I'm so grateful to have someone like you, Heather, who's sharing the word about them because you you're contributing to the 
the, the empowerment of this this field that's mostly women in a in a culture right now that is really struggling with the role of women and giving power to women and that honestly that's part of the role of the critical competencies so thank you oh thank you let's just let's just keep that love fest going <laughs> <laughs> I get a little overwhelming. I know. I'll calm down a little. <laughs> I am gonna. I'm gonna stop for just a minute, and we'll come back in an, in another episode so that we can. We don't have to worry about time. So you, do you two, stay with me. You guys who are listening, tune in again next week for the rest of this conversation. We'll we'll talk to you soon. And that's the show. Now go get your nerd on. 